Welcome to the First Apostolic Church Podcast. Our church mission is to love as God loves, showing compassion to every soul, thus winning those souls and equipping them to be sent out to plant and to harvest. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you are blessed by today's podcast. From the Lord. I'm going to be turning to Job chapter number 23 this morning, and you're hearing Amen, and uh, I want you to stay with me this morning, amen, and help me preach. Praise the Lord. Job 23, amen, verse uh, 2 through 4. Then Job answered, or go down, well, don't, it don't matter, even, even at that. Then Job answered and said, even today is my complaint bitter. My stroke is heavier than my groaning. Oh, that I knew where I might find him, that I might come even to his, everybody said his seat. I would order my cause before him and fill my mouth with arguments. I want to drop down to verse number eight. Behold, I go forward, but he is not there, and backward, but I cannot perceive him. On the left hand, where he doeth work, but I cannot behold him. He hideth himself on the right hand that I cannot see him. But he knoweth the way that I take. When he hath tried me, I shall come forth, everybody said, as gold. As gold. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for the word of God. Thank you, Lord, for your presence in this house, Lord, this morning. Maybe some that are missing this morning, God, but your presence is not short in our midst, oh God. I'm asking you to bring minds together this morning, Lord. Anoint my lips of clay that I might encourage and strengthen your people. Lord, through the word I pray today, God. Lord, speak to our hearts and our minds, oh God. Encourage us in the days ahead, Lord. Set us, Lord, straight for revival that's coming weekend, Lord. I pray in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hey, glory, glory. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. You can be seated in Jesus' name. I want you to look at your neighbor and say, I'm going to come forth as gold. I want to speak to you this morning on the subject a little gold, a little gold. Let me say at the onset this morning that what I can gather from Scripture all the way through the Bible and really in this morning's Scripture, that your chief comfort this morning lies in your relationship to God. Whatever you need, whatever you ask, it all is wrapped around your relationship to God. Also, let me say that trials are not evidence that you are without God. I want to drill that because, the, I, I've, and I've said it, probably we've all said it, Lord, why did you bring this on me? I don't understand, God, why that you have put me through this trial. I want to tell you that it's not a sign that you're out of touch with God. It's not a sign that God don't think anything of you. I must remind you in the story of Job that Satan was walking to and fro on the earth and, and the Lord uh, looked at Satan and, and uh, began to talk to him and, uh, and uh, he said, uh, well, you know, what do you, I'm going to put it in my own words, what are you looking for and, and what, are you, what are you doing this for? And, uh, you know, and Job, uh, God, told, God told Satan, he said, have you considered my servant Job? Have you... Have you took a look at Job, you know? And, and may I say this morning that Job became a trophy of God. Amen. Because he stood the test. I might remind you that God allows the trials to test us and to make us better. If it weren't for the trials, you and I wouldn't be strong Christians. Amen. We wouldn't be living for God like we are right now. In fact, I might say it this way. The trials brings the materialism out of you. Trials bring the materialism out of you. 
I began, I was thinking as I was studying just the other night, and uh, my, my brother Fred and I were talking just the other day in his store. We were sitting there and, and uh, just talking about things, and, and uh, we began to talk about how, what, if, what if, if we had done this in our life, and what if we had done that. And uh, he began to tell me, he said, you know, probably if I'd have done things different in my life, he said, I could write, I could sit here and watch the traffic go by all day long. My finances and everything would be set. I wouldn't have to worry about anything if I would have done, if I would have done. And then I began to think, and uh, Sister McGee, I said this to my brother. I said, you know, Fred, the truth is, is if I would have stayed coarse, come on now, I'm just... I'm not, understand, I'm not looking back and sorry that I done what I done because I'm not. But I said, you know, if I would have just went ahead working at, uh, at the power plant, you know, and, and I'd have went ahead and, and got full retirement from there like I could have. Yes, I could have been retired now making lots of money, but it would not have profited me nothing if you gain the whole world, church, and lose your soul, it has profited you nothing. And I'm not sorry for where I'm at because God has always taken care of me and Sister McGee and our family. We have never had to worry because God has always been there. And I believe Job has proved that today in our text that it didn't matter whether he had everything or nothing God was still there he never left him he never forsake him but he was with him through every trial and test and Job came forth as gold glory hallelujah 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 I might I might mention that I don't need a first class seat on my trip because it's going to be a short trip in a moment and a twinkling of an eye I'm going to be out of here so I don't need a first class seat glory <laughs> fact is I don't even need a seat I know y'all you going to take them out now no <laughs> praise the Lord it is evident in our scripture text that Job did not know the way of the Lord but one thing that Job knew that the Lord knows my way. He knows where I'm at. I may not know where he's at. And, and I know that sometimes we think in our trials and, and in our woes that God's nowhere to be found. But I want to tell you, he's just as close as the mention of his name. When you speak the name of Jesus, he's very present. As Pastor just talked about, amen, he is very present help in the time of trouble. Hallelujah. That's the kind of God that we serve. And you don't have to fear. You don't have to fret. Whenever you need him, he's there, even though you don't know he's there. Glory. Hallelujah. Job says, the Lord knows my way. I want my whole subject this morning is wrapped around the gold. Job 23, 10 when Job said, I shall come forth as gold, that began to ring in my ears, laying on my bed, as gold, as gold, as gold. So I began, I got up and began to check out gold. And the word gold there means to shimmer, to make glimmer, to emit a tremulous light, or to shine, or to gleam. So Job, in essence, says, I'm going to come forth shining like gold. I'm going to gleam. I'm going to glimmer. I'm going to shimmer. Oh, hallelujah. Job's three friends come, and they accused him of hypocrisy. But Job says, he knoweth the way that I take. <laughs> you can say what you want. But I'm in the Lord's hands, and he knows the way that I take. Come on. Nobody can judge you. People may judge you, but they don't know the way you take. Only the Lord knows the way that you take. Come on. 
Nobody can judge you. Come on. Nobody can put you down. They don't know where you're at. They don't know where I'm at. Come on. Only the God of heaven knows this morning where we are found. And we may not be able to find God, but he can always find us. We are not hidden from him. Hallelujah. Job declares, if I could just find him, or if I could come to his seat, if I could find his throne, if I could find his dwelling place. Oh, yet the Bible says that he inhabits the praise of Israel or he inhabits the praise of his people. Can I say it that way? He inhabits the praise of people. So if you want to find his seat, then we're going to have to practice what pastor taught us Wednesday night, that we're going to have to praise him. We're going to have to worship him because that's where he's found in worship. He's found in the praise of his people this morning. And I don't know about you, but I want to find his seat. So if I'm going to find it, I'm going to have to start worshiping and praising him. And then he'll lead me to that place where he's at. Hallelujah. Glory, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 I remember something Rex Johnson said. He said, don't ever let the devil find you when you're not praising God. I thought, is that ever true? Because if you'll praise God, where praise is, the devil isn't. He don't like praise. When God's receiving praise, he don't like it. Hallelujah. Job said, I want to find his seat. I want to find his throne. I want to find his stately position. <laughs> I want to find that thing that I can pay attention to, that I can somehow kneel before that throne. I want, to, I want to be what that God of heaven wants me to be. Hallelujah. If I could just find his seat this morning. Psalms 37 and verse number 25. David said, and I have been young. And now am old, yet have I not seen the righteous. Everybody said the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging for bread. Hallelujah. Job said he knows the way that I take. Hallelujah. I want to tell you, in your trials and in your tribulations, a lot of times we don't realize it, but God is paving the way through trials. Come on through trials for you. Even though you, it don't seem like it's a highway, let me tell you, you could never make it through if it wasn't for God paving the way before you through the trial. Let me tell you, you're not going through alone. Every place you have been, he's already been there. I want to tell you that that trial, he has already been through that trial. You don't have to worry about not making it because God is ahead of you in the trial and in the trouble. In your sickness, he's ahead of you. He took the sickness of the world. Come on. Hallelujah. Upon him, he, he was bruised for our transgression. Come on. He took the stripes upon his back for every disease. Come on. Forty stripes. Come on. Save one. Hallelujah. Might I remind you that this God that we're serving today, he knows because it's done put upon his back. Come on. The sins have been placed upon him. You don't, have to, you don't have to worry about it. Come on. He's done been there where you are right now. He has done been there. Glory. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Psalms 37 and 28. For the Lord loveth judgment and forsaketh not his saints. He don't forsake his saints. They are preserved for it. They are preserved. Everybody said preserved. Glory. When you preserve something, you fix it to where it's going to last. Come on. He's, oh, how many times have we said in our trial, what's he doing? Trying to kill me? No, he's trying to preserve you. He's making you better. Come on. He's going to make you better than you was the next trial. It's not going to be as hard as this trial because he's going to preserve you. There. Come on. In other words, I'm going to put a coating of Shekinah on you that you're going to be able to make it through the next one. You're going to shine in the darkness, and the darkness is going to comprehend it not. In other words, you're going to be alive in this darkness hallelujah hallelujah Job says I'm going to come forth as gold hallelujah 
they are preserved forever but the seed of the wicked shall he cut off Hallelujah. He's going to make a distinction between the children of God and the children of the devil. He's going to preserve the children of God, but he's going to destroy, come on, the children of the enemy. <laughs> come on, church. You don't have to worry about it. He's going to preserve you. Glory. Man, when you can things, uh, you put things in there. I watch Mama can stuff. She put preservatives in there, and she heated it up, and she done all of this, and, and, and it preserved that fruit. You could go down there in the cellar and years later and pick up that stuff, and it's still good. Come on. You know why? Because it's preserved. It's got a preservative in it. I'm going to tell you, you know how you make it through the trial? There's a preservative on you. He's done coated you with a preservative that you can make it come on that song I love it I can make it all the way home you know why because he's preserved me for trials hallelujah he's got a coating on me hallelujah I shall make it by him I began to think about all these scriptures that excite me and I thought that makes me good, feel real good when it says that he preserves me forever. But then I began to think of a scripture in John 14 and 18 that makes me feel better still because it's Jesus himself speaking. And he said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Glory. I don't know about you, but that makes me feel so good that he said, I'm not going to send somebody else, but I'm going to come to you. <laughs> oh yeah come on I won't leave you comfortless I'm going to come to you he said I'm going to come to you and become Christ in you the hope of glory I, I'm not going to leave you I'm just going to live inside you I'm going to be closer to you you say well God where are you you're inside me that's where you are come on in my trial oh God where are you you're inside me Lord that's where I oh God I don't have to worry you're inside of me oh oh Christ in me, the hope of glory. Come on, I can't make it by myself. But you got to understand that I'm not by myself anymore. It's Christ in me. Come on. Oh, Christ living in me. He came and he lived inside. And now I'm the temple of God. Why shouldn't you be called holy? If Christ is in you, the hope of glory, then you're a holy temple. Christ cannot live in something that isn't holy. And he said, I'm going to come and live in you. You're going to be a holy temple. You're going to be set aside as a temple of God. Oh, glory. You're going to shimmer. You're going to shine. You're going to glimmer. Oh, oh, oh glory. Now let me get to my, let me get to my text. The key phrase of our scripture text. Job 23, 10, I shall come forth as gold. That is the key to this whole message this morning. I shall come forth as gold. That as gold bothered me. Because I want to know what is like gold. What is like gold but still isn't gold? Glory. I'm going to come forth as gold. Let me remind you, gold has been through the fire. It has been proven, and the dross has been removed. Come on. If I could just, just make you think a little bit this morning that the dross, what removes the dross and what the dross is, the trials remove the dross. The testing takes the impurities out of you. Come on. And you know as well as I do, as when something is impure, it is not whole. So he removes the impurities from us. And as every trial removes impurities from us, we become more pure. So may I say this this morning, that we don't only act different and talk different, but we look different. Come on. Gold... When it's not pure, don't look as fine as when it becomes pure. It glistens, it glimmers more. As the dross is removed, the gold becomes more prominent. 
Every time a trial comes your way and you come through that trial, there is a difference in your looks. There is a difference in your actions because you become more pure. You become more holy. Come on. Ha. You become a different person. It is showing on the outside. What happens on the inside will show up on the outside. Go, Job, even in all of the boils and everything that come upon him, there was something that shined through from the inside, and it becomes gold. Hallelujah. He came forth as gold because every trial, everything removed the impurities from Job, and he began to glimmer and to shimmer. Come on. He began to shine for Jesus. Let me tell you, the more trials, the more tests you go through, the more you shine for God, the more you glimmer, the more that people looks at you and said, I don't know what it is about them. I don't know how they can stand all of this that they're going through. I'm going to tell you how I make it. It's a Christ on the inside. Oh, that's become evident on the outside because of the trial. He knoweth the way that I take. He knoweth the way that I take. Hallelujah. So I began to study as gold. As gold, which means proven, purified. And to be declared. I like that word declared because that means to make known openly. Glory. Hallelujah. He's going to prove you openly. Come on, church. Down through the years, many of you have been proven openly what material you're made out of, what you really are. And it tells the story of what you are. Praise God. I'm going to turn to Ezra, chapter number 8. I want to tell you that the as gold is only used five times in the Bible. Five times. Glory. Job, or in Ezra 8, verse number 26 through 28. And I even weighed unto their hands 650 talents of silver, and silver vessels 100 talents, and of gold 100 talents. Also 20 basins of gold, of 1,000 drams, and two vessels of, everybody said, fine copper. Precious as gold. Say that with me. Fine copper. Precious as gold. Catch that. Hold that in your mind. And I said to them, You're holy unto the Lord. The vessels are holy also. The silver and the gold are a free will offering unto the Lord God of your fathers. <laughs> your holy vessels. Come on. Hallelujah. Holy unto the Lord, your vessels are holy as fine, fine copper. Come on, fine copper, fine copper, glory, precious as gold. Fine copper, precious as gold, glory, fine copper, precious as gold. Copper is considered the base or the filthiness compared with gold or silver. So in a figurative sense, copper means base or filthiness. Can I say that our flesh is nothing more than the copper? We're the base. Come on. We are the filthiness. We were made of the very dust or the dirt of the earth. So tell me we're not filthy. Come on. If I was made of dirt, then dirt, and the Bible said at the very end, I'm going to return to dust. As I came, I'm going to go back to so there ain't none of us that can we say we're just more than you are. Bless God, I am more than you are. No, you're not. You're just dirt. I'm sorry. You're, and he didn't move all over the world to pick up the dirt. He picked it up from one spot, and he made man. And I'm sorry, ladies, you ain't no better than the men. He made you too, and, but, but he had to have something out of the man to make you. So you're, you're, you're a little bit of man, whether you want to know it or not. Just a little bit. Praise God. But we're all dirt. We're dust. We're the dust of the earth. Amen. 
my flesh is as copper. It's base. It's, it's nothing, so to speak. So as I began to study this out, I began to get excited. This led me to want to check out what kind of copper could be as precious as gold. Oh, oh. come on. If Job said, I'm going to come forth as gold, come on. And if the Bible speaks of fine copper as precious as gold, and if me as being a base individual that I am, if I'm only copper, how am I going to come forth as gold? That began to stir me up, Sister Craig. I began to, Lord, where is this going to take me? If I'm going to come like Job did, as precious as gold, if I'm going to come as gold, and, and I'm fine copper, I, I, wonder, I wonder what this copper's like. What kind of copper could be just as precious as gold? Because I really believe that's what Job was trying to say. Hallelujah. I believe that. I believe that he was trying to say that, you know, when the devil comes against us as Christians, purified and as gold, that he's not sure when he comes into the room and he says, Sister Craig, you don't have the right, then I believe he's saying, I'm not sure who I'm talking to. Is that God or is that Sister Craig? You know why? Because we have taken on the attributes. We shine like gold. Come on now. Somebody, yeah. Yeah. We're fine copper, but we shine like gold. We're as precious. Oh, you, I'm about to get ahead of myself because I know where I'm headed even though you don't. They're as precious as gold. Come on. It is fine copper, but it is precious as gold. Come on. Somebody say it with me. It's as copper. Come on. It's fine copper, but as precious as gold. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Job said, I'm going to come forth like gold. I'm going to shine like gold. Hallelujah. He's not sure who he's up against now because when I come out of this trial, I'm going to be like Jesus. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Moses came down from the mount, and the Bible said his face shone. And they begged him to put on a veil over his face. You know why? Because the children of Israel were Fearful because his face shined like gold. You know why? Because he'd been in the presence of God for 40 days and 40 nights. Come on. He was fasting. The impurities were taken out of him. And he began to shine and glimmer like God because he was the presence of God. If No wonder Job said, if I could just find his seat, if I could find his throne, if I could find where to dwell, I'd be like him. Glory, if I can just find his seat, if I can just find his dwelling place. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Let me come back to, to that verse. I'm not going to read it again, but I just, just a reference to where I'm referenced to Ezra 8:27, where it talks about fine copper. Precious as gold. I began to study this out. Found out it was speaking of glittering brass. Or can I say Corinthian brass. Orichalum, can I say. Orichalum. If you look that up, you'll find it. It's, it's, it's actually a word. And, and I began to study this. I'm studying it in the original, though. And, and, it, and I found out that this Corinthian brass, this orichalum, was an alloy of brass and copper and gold and silver all melted together and was used for temple service. Oh. Hold on, y'all. Used for temple service. It was set apart for God. Does that describe a Christian or what? Glory. I'm describing y'all. Come on. And then let me, let me say, there it. it this wasn't an easy thing to get where it needed to be to glimmer. The difficulty was in obtaining the true color at the time employed in fusion. Amen. It depended upon the degree of heat and the time that it was in the furnace or employed in the fusion. 
for the gold or for this brass, if you please, or this copper, if you please, to turn out and to shine like gold. Amen. And it become, it was when it was exposed to variation of temperatures. Even for 20 years, history says, among old iron and brass and copper, they would bring it out, Sister Craig, and it would be hardly tarnished at all, leaving it bright and fine and shining as gold after 20 years. Come on. After 20 years laying in the junk, come on, in the filth, and in the base things of the earth, it come out shining like gold. What are you saying, Bishop? I'm telling you, church, we can get to the place in God that we can become like that gold. We may be fine copper. Well, in fact, we may not even be fine copper yet. But we can be copper. But when we get to where we need to be in God and those impurities, come on, are washed away from us and we become pure, we can lay among the filth and all of the junk of this world for 20 years and we'll still come out Shining like gold, still come out victorious. Glory. Hallelujah. Oh. Come on, church. You gotta understand we're set apart. Oh, I began to. I began to think, and we're melted together. Come on, if we're ever going to have a unified church, we need to be melted together as one. We can no longer be our own person. We need to be one in Christ. Come on. Oh, yeah, I am my brother's keeper. You are your brother's keeper. Come on. We're melted together. We're not just talking about family. We are family. Got a large family, a lot of brothers and sisters. Glory. Oh, yeah. Brother Fred, you're my brother by blood. But the truth is, all the rest of you is my brothers by blood, too. How all of us have been bought by the same blood. Come on, I've been blood bought, mercy sought. There's no me to me thinking of me higher than you. Come on. Hell. I'm made out of the same dirt you are. Come on. The same things that it took to purify you is the same thing it took to purify me. Come on. Hallelujah. I'm no better than you are. You're no better than I am. We're family melted together in unity to make a church unto the living God. Glory. Hallelujah. And what makes you pure is the time that you're in the fusion part. It's the time you're in the heat. Now, what's, That's what makes your true colors come out. The trials will tell what kind of person you really are. The trials will test you. <laughs> It'll either test you for the good or the bad. Come on. <laughs> you notice... In the trial, you usually don't have to ask what kind of condition spiritually a person's in because you see it. Sad to say, if I've had friends and individuals that said, well, God just be better off not sending these trials this way. This just takes me away from God. Well, that shows me you haven't got a relationship with God to begin with. Kind of straight, wasn't it? Well, okay, I'm, I say it again. I said, if the trials take you away from God, you never did know God to begin with. I know that's sobering, but it's the truth. Come on. The trials are meant to make you better. Come on. It purifies you, and the longer you're in the trial, the more pure you become if you're really a Christian. I guess I'm going to have to work on that a little bit. Huh? Man, Bishop, you're getting straight. Hey, the end's getting real near. I don't know about you, but I might as well preach it straightforward. I don't want none of you to miss it. Come on, if all you are right now is copper, I want you to become gold. That's gold. I want you to start glimmering and shining. Come on. Oh, Jesus. 
See, Job was set apart for God. Hallelujah. Now, I, I, want, you to, I want you to take this. This alloy that I'm talking about that had all these ingredients in it. This alloy took on high polish. And because of its hardness, it was more durable than gold. Its hardness, it became more durable than gold. It stand the heat better than gold. Come on. It'll stand the trial better than gold. Come on. You as copper even stand the trial better than gold. Come on now. Somebody grab a hold of this with me. Will somebody be encouraged through the word this morning that you may be copper, but I want you to know you're fine copper, that you shine forth as gold? Oh, Lord, I don't know how to drill this in. Hallelujah. Help me, Lord. More durable than gold. When exposed to the 20 years among it all, it come forth as gold and was more valuable. Everybody said more valuable than gold because of its durability. <laughs> Woo! The Lord said, Job... You're worth more to me than gold because you're more durable than gold. Gold couldn't stand the test that you went through, but you've come out shining as gold. You're durable. Come on. You're lasting. Nothing will affect you. Take everything, Job, and you're still just like you was. You're still shining. You're still glimmering. Oh, when I take everything you've got and all you've got is a grumbling wife left, then I've I'm sorry, ladies. That's just the way the Bible says it. She said, why don't you just curse God and die, Job? You've been through all this. What's he done for you? You talk like a crazy woman. Job, you're going to come through, and you're going to shine. Isn't it wonderful that he even saved his wife, too? Without her, he couldn't have any more children. And he had twice as many, you know. Got Job had the, most, the fairest daughters, the most beautiful daughters. Wasn't none like them. <laughs> Everybody was after Job's daughters. These young men lined up at his door wanting them. Oh, and most probably they all had, took on daddy's character, don't you think? So they was more durable than gold. They only didn't just shine, but man, they could stand the trials and the test. Even better than Job's wife. Think about that a little bit. She had to stand the test, all of his grumbling, all of his complaining. Yet the Lord saved her. Glory. Became more durable than gold. This thing that started out as copper become fine copper. And now it's coming forth as gold. It's even better and more durable than gold. Glory. Let me tell you, the heat of the trial and the length of the trial will bring out your true color. Let me say it again. I said the heat of the trial and the length of the trial will bring out your true color. And if there is ever a time that we need hardness, it's now. Endure hardness, the Bible says, is a good soldier. A good soldier meant he was hard soldier. It was hardness. He had a trait that made him hard. He, he could withstand, come on, the enemies, come on, attacks upon him. And yet he came forth as gold. May have been copper, but he came forth as gold. He shined like gold. Brother Richard, the guy at the end of your bed kind of shined a little bit. When using that dark woods, that guy at the end of your bed, he shined. It kind of glowed. There's no way getting around it. He wasn't just of this descent. He was of a heavenly descent. You know why? Because Dick couldn't have made it through that woods without that guy. The doctor was sitting there. He knew he couldn't make it. He, he thought, I'm going to have to go back in there. But 
because of the guy that was shining at the end of Richard's bed. All those years ago. How many years has that been now, brother? How many years has that been? It's been a lot of years. 1999. 99. Memory, I'm telling you. All of those years. Here Richard is, still sitting in our midst. You know why? Because there was somebody sitting at the end of his bed that was glimmering. He was shining through. When the blood was leaking by the valves, he was there doing surgery. At the end of his bed, without ever a knife being touched, Richard. said, he ain't going back into this guy again. I'll do the surgery. <laughs> oh, Hallelujah. Church, if I could only get you to realize that my God is doing a surgery on you when he's taking you through the trials. He's taking out the impurities. He's making you as fine as gold. Come on. You're as gold. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory. I'm going to say this. We don't. We do not have to be changed to be like the world. Come on. I'm saying that the world does not have to affect us, but we can affect it. Oh, oh glory. Hallelujah. Isn't it amazing that the gold and silver in this affected the rest of the material? Glory. It affected the copper and made it shine. Glory. I'm going to tell you, the earthly part in us makes us shine more. Oh. What are you saying, Bishop? I'm saying, me and you walking around in a fleshly body and we can shine like gold? You tell me that's not a miracle. You tell me salvation isn't a miracle when the Lord comes into your life that you become a new person. How did you do that? Not through my flesh, but it was through his spirit that I became that. <laughs> he began to remove my old carnality. Come on. All of those things that made me ugly, he took them out and I become beautiful. I know that's hard even with my bald head. And the wrinkles and all my face and all that, you know, that's sagging from weight loss and stuff. And, and, and God still declares me beautiful. Y'all feeling better? I notice you're smiling now. I know because usually like me, you looked in the mirror this morning too, and you didn't see anything good. But when you got to church, your Lord said, you know what? You all looking good. You shining this morning. Oh, I feel something emanating from you that makes me grin. Come on. I know you never thought of God as having a personality. Let me tell you, God has got a personality. He grins. He smiles. He laughs. Oh, he's smiling this morning. He said, you that were once fine copper are looking like gold this morning. You're shining. Oh. I've looked and I've seen different ones of you with the hands up. You're shining like gold. With that, you're shining this morning. All you that's not shining, you can shine. You that think yourself as brass, or as copper, or as dirt. I don't know very many things of yourself as dirt. But truth is, you are. I don't know. Can you ever imagine dirt shining like gold? I know. You want me to have it? I should have had a mirror up here so you could have took another look. Glory. I'm on high. I got to get through this because I'm about to close here. I believe, I believe Job was saying, you may think I'm fake. Come on, you three friends that's come to criticize me, you may think I'm fake. You may think I'm just copper. But to your amazement, the Lord's saying, 
hey, I see a little gold wolf shining through. Come on. When the people of the world think you're fake, and you're just putting on a show, and it may be even people of the church that think you're not what you ought to be. I'm telling you, they just don't shine like they should. They've been here long enough, man. They ought to be had it all together. Well, it shows me you're not got it all together. You wouldn't be saying anything. Because we've all sinned. We've come short. Everybody said short of the glory of God. In other words, there's none of us pure gold. But I can shine forth as gold. See, because what you don't understand of the heat that I've been in, it's made me durable to some things. And it's really, I've got some gold in me that's shining through now. When you first throwed me in the furnace with all of that, it was easy to pick me out. I was the copper. Oh, but when I began mixed together and all the impurities become out of me and all was left was the copper and the gold and the brass, come on, and the silver, I began to shine, come on. Hallelujah. You know what it was? It was, uh, it was all of this that made me durable in the trial. And I became as gold. I shined as gold. Come on. But I was more precious than gold because I stood the test that gold could not stand. Nadine see I remember the days back before you was a Christian I know she don't want to talk about them oh all them years back who would have ever thought that this gal was going to shine like gold This lady's the humblest of women. She thinks herself as nothing. But I can tell you instances down through the years that I've watched her life that she shined like gold. Because through all the trials and the tests, she has become more durable and more precious than gold to God. Come on. You know why? Because of the relationship she has with him. Come on. You'll shine more. The better the relationship with God, the more you shine. The more you talk to him, the more you study his word, the more you pray, the more you shine. little gold shining through. <laughs> oh, glory. Just a little gold. Somebody say, a little gold shining through. Come on, look at your neighbor. Say, a little gold shining through. Whoo, glory. I'm here to tell somebody this morning, you may be copper, but you're shining like gold. You're better than you think. Come on. The trial, I want to tell you, all the trial is doing, Another trial. Another policy. Another test, Brother Rex. Another policy. <laughs> oh. Hallelujah. Ooh. You know what? If you want to make something shine, if you're if 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 you're if you're redoing a piece of furniture and you can put polyurethane on that thing after you've done stained it and all. Take you and get you something real fine and sand that thing. Gotta get it roughed up first. Get it roughed up. Put another coat. Come on. Knock your shine off of it. Put another coat on it. Every time you do it, you're putting a shine job on it. 
And that thing will be like a piece of glass when you get through. Come on, church. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody's not catching this. I'm telling you, there's some people in here that's shining like gold. like the streets of gold walls of jasper gates of pearl that glisten and glimmer and shine it's like it's glass it's like glass don't have to worry about anything tarnishing it there's not going to be any sand or anything to mire it buddy you're going to have you're going to have clean feet. You know how you walk around on your carpet and your feet get just as dirty as the carpet is? Or you, your feet gets dirtier than you think the carpet is. It looks like it's clean. You've done swept it. You've, you've, come on. You've even got the cleaner out and you've run that over it and took all that you thought out of there and cleaned it up, vacuumed it all. It's... It's fresh carpet now, looks like brand new, and you walk across the, your feet all day, and you still see there's still dirt entwined in that. But on this sea of glass, this streets of gold, there's not going to be anything to mar it. Come on. Can I tell you, church, that you're going to shine like gold, and nothing in this world can tarnish you. Come on. If you'll hold on to God's unchanging hand, there's not enough in this world to tarnish you or deaden your shine. In fact, another trial, it's just going to give you another polished job. I see a little gold shining through. Thank you, Jesus. I'm closing. In my closing, I want to make some statements. Someone once said, you're steaming across the deep sea of time into the main ocean of eternity. To what port are you steering? I want to tell somebody this morning, get your vessel safely into the port which you are headed is so important. Let me say it again. I said getting your vessel safely into the port that you're headed is very important right now. I'm going to ask you two questions. What are you aiming for? Which port are you headed then I want to ask you this very serious question. As we stand, has Jesus become your strength and song? I'm going to say it very clearly. I don't want, I don't want, has Jesus become your strength and your song? Or are you just a drifter? Has Jesus become your strength? And song. Or are you just a drifter? A little gold shining through church. This altar is open this morning. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information about our services and activities, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the username FACMC. Again, that's FACMC. Thank you and have a blessed day.